You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Well, hey, thank you, Carol. And hello, everyone. I'm so glad you've joined us today for episode 127, Don't Let Fear Drive Us Apart. A missionary friend serving in Paris wrote the following in a recent newsletter I received. It's about the proof of vaccination that's now being required there. Uncertainty continues to be the order of the day. The passenter literally, sanitary pass, continues to fuel strong debate and disagreement as the demonstrations across the country grow each Saturday. The scientific and medical communities are divided too, and more and more people in high places are speaking out against the past. I haven't been to a single dinner, picnic, or tea with friends where it hasn't taken center stage. The angst is real. And and there was an exclamation point after that. The angst is real. Pray for us. And and then in a recent Skype call with a different missionary in Germany, they told me the following. The vaccination issue is all you hear about in the media in Germany. Almost nothing else. There's a strong appeal from the government to solidarity that we're all in this together as good citizens and there's something wrong with you if you don't want to get the vaccine. The same thing is happening in Austria. Well, here in the U.S., all across the country, the government has been offering lots of incentives. Here are a few that I found this past summer. Some of them are kind of funny. In Ohio, for example, anyone ages 12 to 27 was eligible to win five $100,000 scholarships, and 50 $10,000 scholarships, all to get vaccinated. In Hawaii, they were offering 21 different prizes, including airline miles and free tickets from five different airlines, including 50 free tickets from Southwest Airlines. There were hotel and resort packages, pizza for a year, courtesy of Papa John's, and then one that I didn't quite understand, a $1,000 gift card courtesy of Napa Auto Parts. A $1,000 gift card. But now that I think of it, I've had a junker or two that I could have used a $1,000 gift card courtesy of Napa Auto Parts. In Massachusetts, fully vaccinated residents, 18 or older, had a chance to win one of five $1 million prizes while those between the ages of 12 and 17 were eligible to win one of five $300,000 scholarship grants. In New Mexico, there were five weekly drawings that awarded $250,000 cash prizes each week for those that got vaccinated. And the grand prize of $5 million was rewarded at the conclusion of the sweepstakes in early August to one winner drawn from the statewide pool of vaccinated New Mexicans. In Memphis, Tennessee, there was a sweepstake for a free car to anyone who was vaccinated. In Alabama, here's one that would have really appealed to me. 
the Talladega Super Speedway offered people ages 16 and older who chose to be tested or vaccinated the thrill of driving their car or truck on the 2.66-mile track. Drivers and their riders were able to take two laps behind a pace car at highway speed, including the 33-degree high banks. Wow, that would have been fun. Here's one from the state of Delaware that I've really got to remember to tell Janet about because some of her old boyfriends may want to take advantage of this. In Delaware, prison officials were offering inmates five days of good time credits, a free video visit, a snack bag or a special meal, and an opportunity to be scheduled first for in-person visitations when they resume. Such a deal for inmates in Delaware to get vaccinated. Well, I live in Wisconsin, and they were offering a $100, I think they still are, a $100 gift card to get vaccinated, and lots of states are doing this. And then during the state fair last August, you could have gotten a free cream puff to get vaccinated. But in Indiana, oh, I feel so sorry for those Hoosiers. You know what they got? If you were vaccinated, (laughs) you were awarded a box of Girl Scout cookies. That's it. A box of Girl Scout cookies. Wow. Such an incentive. What a contrast between these different incentives to get vaccinated. In Mexico, a chance to win five million bucks. Whereas in Indiana, a free box of Girl Scout cookies. Hmm. Well, I found uh, another suggestion to encourage people to get vaccinated. And it was from uh, a letter to the editor in the Wall Street Journal. The letter to the editor was about a technique called the HEAR technique, H-E-A-R. It was developed at the University of California, San Francisco Center for Excellence in Primary Care. This writer goes on to say that it was a very simple technique and that HEAR is an acronym for the following. H, HEAR. Ask open questions of people. And then again, this is in regard to talking to people that were not vaccinated to get them to take the shot. First step, H, here. Ask open questions. You know, why aren't you getting vaccinated? What is it about that? You know, etc. E, express gratitude. Thank you for sharing. A, ask about the pros and cons of getting the vaccine. And then finally, R, respond. Summarize what you've heard. H-E-A-R. As I read that, I thought, you know, I'm a really big proponent of listening, that I think listening solves a lot of problems, that there is a real shortage of listening to one another in our culture. But I just don't think this is going to cut it. I don't think this is going to solve the getting unvaccinated people to the doctor or pharmacy to get the shot. Actually, it seems kind of lame to me. Rather than asking those questions that the HEAR technique purports to be effective, I think there are several that that we're simply not asking during the pandemic. One of which is, how do we improve our immune system to better protect our bodies from COVID and other diseases? Man, I'm, I've been looking and I just don't find anything in the media about how to do that. Another thing that really fascinates me is 
How did the people handle the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918? What did, what did they do? I remember seeing a picture of a, a baseball game in, in 1918, and there were uh, fans filling the stadium. They were all wearing masks. The men were wearing hats. You don't see that anymore. And I wonder about them. You know, here they're at a baseball game. They knew about the, the spread of that particular pandemic and that they were together wearing masks. How did they get out of that? What brought them out of the pandemic? Maybe there's some lessons that we can learn from history, but we rarely take the time to do that, unfortunately. Well, what does, what does this divisive issue mean for, for all of us? How are we to view this issue, this vaccination issue, in light of our relationships? And how can we get the vaccine issue off center stage, as my French missionary friend describes, and just throw it in a dumpster out in the alley behind the theater? How, how can we do that? Well, I've got a few ideas, um, actually, namely one. It's my observation that through all of this, we are all a little afraid. The vaccinated are afraid the unvaccinated are going to infect us all. And then we, in turn, will infect others, including our loved ones. And they may even end up putting us in the hospital or in the grave. They are afraid the unvaccinated will surely prolong the pandemic, and it will then take that much longer for life to return to normal. The vaccinated are afraid our country is turning into a nation of ignorant, self-centered people who only care about themselves and not the common good. Well, I bet a few of you have already turned off the podcast after hearing that. But let me talk about the unvaccinated, what they're afraid of. The unvaccinated are afraid that liberties are being taken away from us where the government is taking more and more control of the daily lives of its citizens. They're afraid the government doesn't know what it's doing because the, quote, science they point to changes on a weekly basis. Remember two weeks to flatten the curve, they ask? Some of the unvaccinated are afraid because this issue reminds them too much of the medical science that endorsed lobotomies as approved medical treatment in the middle of the last century. They're afraid something's amiss when highly esteemed medical professionals are silenced when they raise concerns about the side effects of the vaccine, like strokes, blood clots, and enlarged hearts. They're afraid because they fear the shaming some of them are experiencing now for their stance will only get worse. But I would say this to both groups. Acknowledge that we're all a bit fearful now. Let's help each other in our fear. Let's be afraid together, not emotionally apart from one another. Here's the main point I hope you take away from today's episode. Don't let fear drive us apart because of our differing views of the vaccine. Extend grace to others on the opposite side of the issue. The other side isn't stupid, and most of us are doing the best we can 
with the information that we have. Fear COVID, but not each other. Well, I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts that you have about today's episode. Just send them to me in an email to john at caringforothers.org or you can share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes. You also may want to listen to a related episode that is quite similar to the issues at hand today. That comes from episode 74, Relationships During Elections. The issues raised in that episode are similar to the ones that were raised today. How do we relate to people whose views are so radically different from ours? In closing, if you found this podcast helpful, uh, please subscribe wherever you get your podcast if you haven't already done so. I do hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's all for today, and I look forward to connecting again with you next week. But for now, goodbye. Goodbye.